91.3 KXCI Tucson. Real people, real radio. Hello, Tucson. Welcome to KXCI, our favorite community radio station where you will find real people and real radio. This is Kathy Harris with my co-host Aspen Green, and we're bringing you Broad Perspectives Radio, a program by women, about women, but for everyone. You can learn more on the Broad Perspectives Radio page at kxci.org. And today, we are fortunate enough to have Mariah Baker Lippin with us from Broadway in Tucson, and she's going to tell us about the upcoming season of musicals. Aspen, tell us more about our guest. I sure will. Mariah Baker Lippin is a Tucson native, born and raised here. From a young age, she has always loved theater. For the past seven years, she has worked as Broadway in Tucson's marketing manager, promoting the very show she loved to watch as a child. She is a University of Arizona graduate with a BA in theater arts and a master of business administration with an emphasis in marketing and management. In her free time, She loves to build Lego sets with her husband and spend time with her two cats. Welcome to our show, Mariah. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. And we are so excited to hear about what's coming up. So you've had such a fun job. I think there's no doubt I envy you when you get to go to New York every year and see so many plays on Broadway, sometimes several a day. I don't even know how you do that. What is it like for you? I vicariously live through your Facebook posts. I have to say it's an extreme privilege and a gift. Growing up as a theater kid, I would talk to my mom all the time and go, oh my God, I just want to go to New York for like a week and see a different show every day. And now I get to do that for a job. So really talk about life coming full circle. It's been an incredible experience. I will say it's a marathon. You just go, go, go. Because when you're not seeing a show, you're in some sort of conference presentation or networking with other Nederlander employees. It's a whole thing. So my boss, Mario, our general manager, and I often come back from the trip in New York and need a little need a little rest after that. <laughs> <laughs> a vacation after your kind of vacation. So I would like to take a moment to discuss with you where our audience should go to buy tickets. And why I start with this is because it's kind of a a pet peeve for me, (laughs) because it's really a problem. And the second party tickets has really become a problem and people don't know what to do. So let's just start with sharing the way one can purchase tickets. It is the best to always go directly to our website www.broadwayintucson.com. I think we're all in the habit of just Googling. And so you'll Google Broadway in Tucson Aladdin. But unfortunately, there are many companies who pay to have higher Google results and try to look like Broadway in Tucson. And so, I mean, even I have done it. You just automatically click on the first link without thinking. And then all of a sudden you're at something that could unfortunately just sell you air. So it's best to start directly at broadwayintucson.com. And that will get you towards subscriptions if you want to buy a subscription or individual tickets. Okay, thank you for that. And can you just discuss if there's any new protocols post-COVID Right now, you know, masks are entirely optional. I'd say our same bag policy is in place. No bags larger than 12 by 12 by 6. 
I'd say that it's, quote, back to normal in that we don't have any COVID protocols. Okay. And what should patrons know about what they can take into the theater? And discuss things like, is the theater cold? And what do they do if there's an emergency? Are there booster seats, concessions? What does somebody expect to find when they arrive at Centennial Hall? Sure. So I always say bring a cover up, a light jacket. If you run cold, you know, you have to think about the actors that are on stage sharing the same air conditioning, running about, you know, burning a thousand calories. So they try to keep it very cool for them. So the actors are safe. So you who are just sitting there sedentary might be a little bit colder. So I say bring a cover up. They sell concessions at Centennial Hall. They have multiple concession stands throughout the property. So you can bring those food and drinks within the theater. However, outside food and drink is not allowed. So if you're going to dinner beforehand, go with an empty stomach because you might not be able to bring your leftovers in. (laughs) There are booster seats at the back of the theater for those who might need them. And if there's emergency, I always say follow the ushers. They are completely trained on the best protocols for all the different types of emergency situations you could have. Okay, that's very helpful. So even though you've been on our show before, I still get asked many times how Broadway in Tucson is related to Broadway in New York. So if you don't mind explaining who Nederlander Producing Company of America is. Sure. So Nederlander is a family-based company. And so they have different arms, so to speak, of what they do in the Broadway world. They own nine theaters on Broadway. They, like our company, Broadway in Tucson, own companies that help bring the shows touring around the country. They own venues outside of New York, like the Hollywood Pantages, and they produce. So right now they just finished producing, which is currently on Broadway, Once Upon a One More Time, which is all with Britney Spears music. So they do many, many things in the Broadway world. Okay. I'd like to take the time now to go over all the shows coming up for your 2023 and 2024 season, and then we'll go over them individually. So can you just give us a list of what shows are coming this year? Sure. So we're calling this the Rockin' 23-24 season because we have so many musicals that really have great music. So we start with Aladdin, and then we go into Tina, the Tina Turner musical, And we have Ain't Too Proud, which is the life and times of The Temptations. We have MJ, which is about Michael Jackson. Then we have Mrs. Doubtfire and Hairspray. In addition to those six shows, we have two what we call extra season specials, which come for a little bit shorter of a time. And those are Book of Mormon and Chicago. Okay, thank you for that. You opened the season on September 5th with the very familiar Aladdin. And I read it first opened on Broadway in 2014. I heard it has unparalleled stagecraft from Disney, and that alone is a big draw. But for those of us who remember Robin Williams playing the genie in the movie and feel nothing could be better than that, what could make this touring show special? I do think, you know, no one can fill Robin Williams' shoes. I don't think anyone's certainly trying to do that, which I think is certainly a a very good point to start at. At no point are they saying, we're going to cast someone and he's going to be better than Robin. I think it fills its own space. 
you know, they had to adapt for the roads. So there's no flying carpet over the audience. But that being said, they still really transform you for a road show into the world. And they make you feel like you're inside a movie, essentially. And I know that the original movie was much shorter than this play. Tell us about some of the music that they added into this production. What is so interesting that I love this fact is that when they were coming together and saying, okay, let's make a Broadway show, they went back to the original movie and said, okay, what was cut for time? And there were actually four songs and some characters cut for time that said, you know, we just can't fit this into a two hour, two and a half hour movie. So they took that and they applied it to the musical and they added about four or five more songs in addition to that. So I think it really makes the show shine because it doesn't feel like it was added after the fact. It very much feels still cohesive. Okay, I'm looking forward to that. It's one of my favorite Disney productions, so I'm so excited. And it opens on my birthday. Hey, I think that was done specifically for me, right, Mariah? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, thank thank you. you. And now for Tina, the Tina Turner musical. The Daily Beast declares, prepare to be ecstatically blown away. It's a miracle the roof hasn't taken flight to space. It does gain new meaning, this show, too, in the wake of her death. It feels to me like everybody in town is going to want to see this one. When does this play at Centennial Hall begin? And what are your thoughts about this? So the show is in town from October 3rd through 8th. I think it's the perfect time for it to be here because our winter residents are coming back. Our students have settled into school. I saw this show on Broadway And oh my gosh, it is like a rock show on stage in the best way possible. I think that it deals with really difficult topics of domestic abuse, and it really goes into Tina's life and everything that she was before and after the legacy. But on top of that, you feel like you're watching Tina Turner on stage because the band, the backup singers, the people who play those iconic roles, they all come together and it's just It's the beauty of live theater on stage. I'm, again, also looking forward to that one because who doesn't love Tina Turner? Oh, my gosh. All right. So get ready because here it comes. Ain't too proud. (laughs) The life and times of The Temptations. I think everyone is familiar with their songs, but that may be because I'm old. I read a review that says the show rises above the biographical jukebox musicals because the songs are used to illustrate the story in a unique way. I was wondering if you can explain how they use the songs. Well, I will say credit where credit is due with this production. They really go into each individual member of The Temptations and talk about the struggle that these men went through. I mean, it's not like they came up in privileged lives. They dealt with real struggles and the songs kind of encase that. Would you mind explaining what a jukebox musical is? A jukebox musical is a musical that features hit songs from a popular music group or genre. And sometimes they get a bad rap, but I have to say we have some really great jukebox musicals this season coming, some of the best I've ever seen. And I am I might be a little biased because I love a jukebox musical. I mean, you can't see Tina Turner anymore and you can't see most of the Temptations anymore. Unfortunately, there's only one still living. So it brings the beauty and the nostalgia and the legacy of the music that we all love onto the live stage. 
You know, Otis Williams, the only original member alive from the original Temptations, said he couldn't be happier about the success of Ain't Too Proud. I had the pleasure of meeting him several years ago. I hear it's narrated from his perspective. Yes. And I want to hear more about how you and Otis Williams like hung out. (laughs) It is. And I don't want to give too many spoilers away. But I will say that they do delve into the backstory of these folks. It's not like they start on stage right as the success happens and it's just song after song after song. They really take us through a journey of these people's lives. It's another one I'm really looking forward to. I think I'm looking forward to the whole season. (laughs) Let's talk about MJ, another jukebox musical. So we will have the joy of hearing lots of his music. And I hear the choreography is outstanding. What can you share about this show and what years do they cover of his life? Oh my gosh, there's so much to say about this show. We don't have enough time because when I saw this on Broadway, the seats were literally vibrating from everybody feeling the music, everybody dancing along. I know Mario mentioned his clothes were vibrating from just the movement because, I mean, he's so iconic. And they cover just a specific portion of his life, specifically when he was kind of preparing for the Dangerous Tour, which was in 1992. And they flash a little bit back to his childhood, but it's really about that whole preparation of the tour. And it is incredible. The choreography, I thought the production value just overall was incredible. I'm really excited to see this in Tucson. So it was a big Tony Award winner for its year, correct? Yes, it won five Tonys. That's just winning, not even the nominations. It won sound design, choreography. The gentleman who was on Broadway, who's who's not touring with the show, but he won for Best Actor because, I mean, how do you step into the roles of Michael Jackson in the shoes? That's very difficult. And I will say he did a very good job. All right. We're going to stop for a music break. And when we come back, we'll talk about the rest of the shows that are on Broadway's season. Well, it is time for a music break. But I have to say, Mariah, I am so envious. I didn't know that you went several Broadway plays in a day. Oh, my gosh. And what a job you have. And I also would like to say that I wasn't really planning to buy any tickets until I heard you talk about what you have this season. And it sounds so fascinating. I'm so glad you're here. So the song that you have chosen for us today is by Tina Turner. What a good choice that is. And it's called Nutbush City Limits. Do you want to say something about why you chose that song? I have to say there are so many songs to choose from Tina Turner. She wrote not only so many songs of her own, but for other artists as well. So this is a song that really, I will say, well showcased within the musical and rightfully so. It's a great song. So just giving the audience a little bit of a taste of what they can find. Okay, it is a great song. It's it's a semi-autobiographical song written by Tina herself, which commemorates her rural hometown of Nutbush, which is in Haywood County, Tennessee. Unfortunately, as everybody knows, Tina passed away just this past May. She was known as the queen of rock and roll, sold more than 100 million records worldwide, becoming one of the best-selling recording artists of all time. She received 12 Grammy Awards, was the first Black artist and first woman to be on the cover of Rolling Stone. And Rolling Stone ranks her among the 100 greatest artists of all time and the 100 greatest singers of all time. So let's listen to Tina sing about her hometown in Nutbush City Limits. 
And you are listening to Broad Perspectives Radio, 91.3 KXCI Tucson. This is Kathy Harris with Aspen Green, and we are continuing our discussion with Mariah Baker-Lippin from Broadway in Tucson. Well, next we have Hairspray, and it has been written that Hairspray is more than just a musical. It's a cult classic. This should bring a new generation to theater audiences. Do we have any fun surprises in the cast? Like what makes this tour outstanding? Well, I must say Hairspray is a personal favorite of mine. I think it's an important story to be told in today. And I will say I haven't been told otherwise. You know, there's never a guarantee with casting in the theater world, as we know, especially in a world where COVID exists. One day, you know, you have so-and-so on stage and the next day you have somebody else. But right now in the cast is a gentleman who is a famous drag queen. Their drag name is Nina West, very big in the drag world. And I think it's such an important role. They play Mama Turnblad. And I think in a world where drag is being called illegal and being called harmful, it's very important to have a drag queen out and representing and showing that it's a safe space and it's a space to educate. All right. I'm very much looking forward to that. Now we have Mrs. Doubtfire. And that was a movie from 1993, yet another Robin Williams performance. I heard Mrs. Doubtfire is a surprisingly original creation modernized for a contemporary audience without detracting from the charm of the original. So this new Broadway show is not outdated. Can you tell us more about this show? I think it's very important, like you said, to mention it has been updated. I know myself going into the show was going, in this day and age, does this story really need to be told? And I went into the show and I sat down and I saw a very funny musical that was really about family and the love that your chosen family and your real family can have and take shape. And in terms of casting, we just found out, which is really exciting, Tony Award nominee Rob McClure is going to be playing his role again of Mrs. Doubtfire. And so it's really exciting. He's going to be playing the role that he played on Broadway. His wife is going to be stepping into the wife role, which I think is so cool to see them on stage touring together. I think it's going to be a real fun show for the whole family. I'm really excited because I was at first when I heard about it, I went, it was a movie. What can they do different to make this an exciting play? But it sounds like it's going to be so And you have two special return engagements, The Book of Mormon and Chicago. Why bring these shows back? Well, The Book of Mormon is a crowd pleaser. It's been here a few times before, but even when we brought it back this time, I've had people say, you know, I never actually saw it and I've always wanted to. So I'm so excited you're bringing it back again. And it's been updated since the pre-pandemic. They went in and workshopped it a little bit. Then Chicago, which is a fan favorite, hasn't been here since 2016 was the last time we had it. So it's really introducing to a whole new generation of post-pandemic theater goers are going to be able to view the show. You know, I also noticed that the Book of Mormon has so many funny lines in it. I've seen it more than once. And each time I see it, I hear something different. You know, I hear something that I missed the other time. So I'm excited about actually seeing a newer production of it and seeing what's changed and new things that I haven't heard before. And Chicago is so energetic and fun. I love that. So I'm looking forward to those too. Can you give us an idea of what shows might be coming in future seasons? Sure. Now, I can't guarantee anything because, you know, the world 
of touring is so unpredictable these days. But what is out on tour currently that we are hoping to make our way is Moulin Rouge, which is just a fantastic musical. I mean, everyone loves the movie. And then they keep some of those iconic songs in it, as well as they bring new songs into it. It's incredible. As well as we're hoping we'll hit the road is the Nederlander produced Once Upon a One More Time. I mean, Britney Spears has such an iconic discography of songs that we'd love to see that on our stage. I'll have to say about Moulin Rouge, I will admit to the audience that I have watched that movie at least 10 times. There's no judgment in my household. I think my mom played the CD over and over and over again. It was just that good. All right. So what is the most requested show? Do people write into you or call you and ask for a certain show? What's the most requested show? Sure. I have to give it to our patrons. They're up on what is recent on Broadway. They know Moulin Rouge is out there. They know that Just Transferred to Broadway is Back to the Future. I don't even know if it opened yet. I think it's starting previews soon. So they're hoping that will hit the road. We also get our patrons who just love a classic and they want Phantom of the Opera to come back, especially since it closed on Broadway. I know that was sad to hear that it closed on Broadway. Kind of the end of an era. I love Phantom. Yes, it was incredible. And and the man who played the Phantom on Broadway was a U of A alum, which is just a wonderful thing to see come full circle. You know, I'm going to have to ask you about a show. I'm wondering if it will ever come. Surprisingly enough, when I was in New York several years ago with the Jimmy Awards, I got to see SpongeBob. Now, I'll have to say I had no desire to see it, but my daughter probably was and is a very big SpongeBob person. And I just happened to get tickets for it. And I was just so surprised at what a fantastic production that was. It was probably my favorite show of the season that year. Is that ever going to go on tour? It did tour for a little while. I believe, I haven't fact-checked myself, but I believe it's not on tour currently. But I would love to have it because that was before my time going to New York for trips. And Mario raved about it. He said, It's such an unexpected love, such a beautiful story that nobody really thought much of. I grew up on SpongeBob, but I don't think he did. And so it's like yourself, you go in going, well, I don't know about this. And you come out going, oh, my gosh, when can I see this again? It was the costumes. It was just everything about it. I loved it so much. Again, please tell us what your website is how to navigate around so folks can buy season tickets or single purchase tickets in the future. And maybe you can explain what the difference is about buying single tickets and season tickets. Absolutely. So all tickets can be found at www.broadwayintucson.com. If you want a season subscription right now, we have what's called a choice package on sale It is a minimum of four shows, gives you a lot of flexibility. Say one show you want to go with a friend group, the other show you want to do a date night, really gives you that option to pick and choose your seats as well as your quantities. Whereas say you are a little bit more unpredictable with your theater going, a single ticket purchase would probably be the way to go. And our website will direct you to Ticketmaster, which is where you can purchase them. Or if you're local in Tucson, we have a fabulous box office at Centennial Hall. You don't pay ticket fees. All of that is built into the price. 
They are open Tuesday through Friday, noon to 6 p.m. and Saturday, noon to 5 p.m. And the staff there is really wonderful and will help you. I'm such a visual person. When I, before I worked here, I would go to the box office and that way they could show me a map and kind of help guide me on where the best seats are. Yeah, I just want to let people know that if they do come down and buy tickets there, there is a 15-minute parking space in the front, one or two of them, so that people don't have to go park and walk in. They can just park right in front, get their tickets, and leave. Absolutely. All right. I would love to talk all about how married life is for you, but unfortunately, we don't have time on today's show, so you may have to come back and do a whole show with us on cats and married life. That would be my dream. (laughs) Yes, but unfortunately, that is all the time we have. But Mariah Baker-Lippin, thanks so much for being with us today and giving us the scoop on the upcoming season of Broadway in Tucson, which sounds really wonderful. And thanks to all of you out there for listening to us on Broad Perspectives Radio 91.3 KXCI Tucson. This is Kathy Harris with Aspen Green, and you can learn more on the Broad Perspectives Radio page at kxci.org. Right now, don't touch that dial because next up we have Boom Goddess Radio. Radio with Jennifer Davis Page. Enjoy your Sunday and we'll see you next week.